Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, thank you for tuning in to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. Please do rate, review, subscribe, like, all that fun stuff. Be my Kyle Lowry. All right, help me get paid. Uh, today, joining me is Assad. He was actually at the uh, first preseason game last night. Bro, how's it going? Going good, man. How are you? Doing good. How did it feel to be back at Scotia? Oh, it was amazing. It was, uh, you know, you know, you see same faces um, kind of around this, the stadium. It's good to yeah. see. It was just like, it felt like a homecoming for everybody. So it was a good time. Uh, it did take a bit longer to kind of get in, you know, with all the vaccine stuff, which I think kind of showed, I think early on, there wasn't much of a crowd uh, mm-hmm. just because I think early start, it was seven o'clock start. They actually started closer to seven than they did 730 for once. So strange, pre- pretty surprising for the Raptors, but you know, got in there. It was good. A little preseason vibe. It's fun time, uh, but it felt good. It felt good. It felt good. Finally being back in Scotiabank. That's great to hear. And they did uh, pull off the W. I mean, there was a lot of people who are not in this game. Uh, no Joel Embiid, no Tobias Harris, Pascal, Chris Boucher, who is now, as we learned, is going to be out for three to four weeks with uh, with a finger issue. So that's obviously very relevant. But let's focus on the players who did play, because there's a lot of uh, suggestions, uh, a lot of decisions that have to be made on the Raptor side of things. There's a lot of roster spots available. And also we want to see... Um, we want to see Scotty. So let's start with Scotty. What were your first impressions of Scotty? Because you got you got the full experience from him right from pregame, actually. Yeah. Uh, Scotty is like a toddler on a sugar rush. Like he is just like <laughs> shot out of a cannon. He's got like his legs just fired. He can't stand still for a single moment, even on defense. He's just yeah. like like he's like twitching while he's guarding the guy. He's just like ready to go. Um, I haven't seen someone so excited to be out there and just like this giant ball of energy that he was. And then the basketball was just like beautiful to watch. He's grab ripping boards, pushing up in transition, hitting passes. There were like legitimately that. I think it was the first three minutes of the second quarter where I think it was Scotty and Delano, but more or less Scotty just like put his imprint on the game where he was like, all right, I'm going to get stop here on defense. Um, and especially just seeing, I think, his length um, in how Nick Nurse kind of wants to employ the defense. He said that Nick Nurse had mentioned that he wanted to use a lot of zone this year. There's going to be a fair bit of zone use. Yep. And there were a couple of looks there where it was like Scotty and OG at the top of the zone, which is just absolutely terrifying. I think, you know, first impression of Scotty, like you see some guy with so much length and then to be able to push the ball and be able to get off the ball quickly. I don't think there was ever really a moment in the game where it felt like Scotty was like pounding the ball a little bit too long or looking mm. for something too long. It was decisive. He was pretty quick with what he wanted to do and he was getting the ball off his hands pretty quickly. So just all around, like it was just a pleasure to watch Scotty go. 
It's going to be a really fun season just watching him because I think, um, I mean, Iman and I talked about this the other day is that he's so effective just at being a basketball player. Like he's so heady and he's so smart and he just really embraces a lot of the little things that probably other players may not. And his physical tools are ridiculous. Like you, you think about that dunk that he had over Danny Green. Um, and also there was a play with the, with Tybal, a great defender, right? And Scotty just like, he towers over both of them. And those are two like, very good basketball players that they just can't compete with his size. And I think we're going to see a lot of that this season, that there are dudes who um, are going to be being guarded by Scotty Barnes because uh, probably taller players, more athletic players, better defenders are going to be on OG or Pascal. And Scotty's going to be like, if you want me to get four or five offensive rebounds, I can do that for you because he's so big. Yeah. <laughs> he's just so and there was, big. And there was a play late in the fourth quarter that really kind of, exemplify kind of what Scotty is as a player where you know he's setting up at the top of the key he like was reading I think like it was a pick and roll and um I think both guys switched up and he's trying to slide a pass into the baseline and it got picked off and they yeah. come the other way Drummond's getting a layup or something and Scotty boxes him out gets the rebound and just slits out a screen so it was mm-hmm. like he was mad at himself for the turnover he came back played the defense got the board over the big and then just like settled down again which is one of the things where I think like the fact that like you just have a guy that big who's playing 94 feet, like yeah, both ends of the baseline. And also just like throughout the game, one of the biggest things was, and Nick Nurse has mentioned this, this is one of the reasons why we got to it later, why Malachi didn't really play much is Nick Nurse really wanted to see what Delano, Scotty, and um, Svi could do pushing the ball, playing de facto point guard. And one of the biggest things that we need to see from Scotty is can he handle some ball pressure? Can he, you know, be secure with the ball? Mm-hmm. I think all of Scotty's turnovers were passing turnovers, if anything. So like, him being able to control his dribble and not have it just stolen away from him as a big is really important because the guards are going to get under him. Um, and him being able to take that pressure was like really, really good to see. There was a moment that uh, I saw where uh, he was bringing the ball up and he got some pressure and he kind of like stopped a little bit and he was kind of going like one-on-one for a moment. And um, as they're coming back from a TV timeout, you saw Freddie, I think he was talking to Scotty about that particular play because yeah. uh, Scotty did like a spin and Fred was kind of mimicking it. So yeah. it's like those are kind of unconventional things that you don't really see players do when they kind of like stop behind the half court line because he was getting some pressure. And he's just like, OK, so what am I going to do here? And these are all part of the learnings for him. But it was interesting to see the amount of guys who brought the ball up. And this is part of the methodology of what Nick and Masai and Bob want to do is whoever has the ball should just go. It doesn't matter who it is, if it's Utah, if it's Precious, which we saw Precious do that a little bit. And we're going to get into it in a second. Whoever has the ball, just bring it up, get it past half court and make that first first pass. And the playmaking, um, having guys who can kind of make that first pass in a responsible manner, uh, a reasonable way and not turn it over. I mean, they had 25 turnovers today, so obviously this is going to be a process, but <laughs> it's interesting to see kind of this all kind of come to fruition. We, it started in summer league and now we're seeing the next level with it um, in, uh, in preseason games. On Scotty, there was a stretch that was very interesting to me and it. It was at the beginning of the third quarter. So we're talking a four minute stretch from the 12 minute mark to the eight minute mark. And just listen to the things that he did back to back to back. All right. So um, OG Ananobi, he, he has a miss. Um, Scotty gets the offensive rebound. Achua, he forces a turnover. Fred finds Scotty running in transition for an alley oop. Um, it was a layup. Fred said post game that this should have been a dunk, but he realizes that he's probably getting a little bit tired. So it is what it is. Um, Freddie. Uh, dribble, uh, doubles Drummond in the post because obviously he was causing a lot of issues for Achua and then Scotty gets out to the three-point line to contest a shot 
And then 76ers out in transition. Raptors are scrambling a little bit. Scotty gets out to the three-point line, blocks a shot. And then after that, he gets another offensive rebound, one of four on the night to uh, draw another foul. So that's like five, six, seven plays, whatever it is, but then a four-minute stretch of NBA time. He did all of this, and it's a lot of this stuff isn't always going to show up on the scoreboard, but it's just him being such a presence on the court. He has such a presence when he's playing basketball because, as we talked about, those physical attributes that he has, um, you can't teach it. You really can't. It's, it's one of those things, and we saw it a bit in preseason that come from behind when they had against the, I think, was it the Hornets? Or I forget which summer team league? that yeah, choked yeah. away. Yeah, Summer League. Um, and we saw it there too, where like Scotty just kind of goes in this mode where it'll be like four to five minutes in a row. And you're like, Scotty's been every single possession, like in some way or form, he's like affected every single possession in the game. And that's like an incredible ability that he has. And I think that's going to be one of the things that's going to make him stand out as a rookie, especially since realistically on this team, he's going to be a role player for the time being. And that's where, you know, you make those star role player moves at the time is, but I don't want to, I don't want to, box him into being a role player because he did some pretty awesome things also just before we finish the scotty barnes section just want to shout out danny green one more time uh <laughs> great friend of the raptors always making our players look great ever since he's left he's been a great raptor his entire career he let scotty get a couple dunks off on him it's beautiful it was very very nice of him he keeps on uh, he keeps on giving to us doesn't he after yeah. the after the game there were a few photos on getty of uh, scotty and danny talking and i bet you they were talking about that dunk because <laughs> scotty unleashed that out of nowhere on danny Danny's like what is this He's still not getting his championship ring. He's going to wait until there is a full house of Scotiabank. Man, this guy loves Toronto. God love him. Uh, let's move on to, to Delano. Right? He, was a, he had a really impressive game. He was probably one of the, the, the talks of the town after that because, you know, being a late second-round pick, um, you're not really sure what you're going to get. The Rexdale connection, obviously, you know, shout out Rexdale. Uh, your thoughts on Delano last night? He was awesome. There was, uh, I think, in – the summer league action that we saw with Delano was like a lot of, a lot more hesitancy. I don't think he was playing as fast. Um, And I think Nick nurse talked about it after the game. One of the biggest things that um, they saw with Delano was that he's just playing a lot faster. They've gotten on him. Like Earl Watson was talking to play faster. And we saw that as soon as he was catching, he was gone in transition Mm. um, off the board. And that's one of the things I think the lineup that they played was him, Utah, um, Scotty, Savi and second quarter, right. And precious, I think, or I forget who the fifth was, but, it was all these six nine dudes, which is the five six nine guy lineup that we kind of been wanting to see in a different mold. Uh, and it was just like length and numbers. Like you had like everybody zoned up, get the board and kick it and go. And you had three or four playmakers. And Delano, like that initial him pushing the ball out, his downhill speed is a lot more impressive than I think when he goes side to side. His downhill passing is also very impressive. He throws some bullets. Um, but there was a stretch near the end of the like um, I think in the in the first quarter. Um, with three minutes left in the first quarter, Ben, like, not only just offensively, but defensively, he switched defensively, got a rebound, pushed in transition, found Sweet for, Sweet for a dunk. There was the end of the first, and then there was another in, I think, the second quarter where he just guarded Tyrese Maxey at the point of attack, which I think for for his size, like, he's going to be a 6'9", but he's playing point guard, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, point guard. Yeah. It's going to be important if he can guard these, like, young, fast guards. He stayed step for step with Maxey twice in that game. And both times completely snuffed him out and they went back the other way. It was really interesting to see. Um, I'm personally really excited for Delano. I think he can add a lot of juice as like a second or third string point guard in the future, especially. But just being able to see all that size out there at once was like, just like, it was special. It was Crazy, like, holy right? crap. Like I'm watching yeah. a different type of basketball right now. 
And there's going to be a transition period for other teams too, because they're not going to be necessarily used to this either. When you have a bunch of six, eight, six, nine guys, normally there's a few in there who are your weaker links or a little bit slower, uh, who don't have the jumping ability, but you're not really finding that with a lot of these Raptor guys. Like they're all fast. They're all agile. They can all move side to side, like defense for them to some degree is going to be a little bit easier because you're just switching everything. And yeah. in that zone, you mentioned uh, that uh, possession where um, Delano was going uh, step for step with Maxi. Like you had Justin Champagne coming in right behind him for, for help. And then just off that, boom, the ball is down the court for Scotty Burns layup. Like it's happening very, very fast. And for Maxi in that position, there's nowhere for him to go other than go one-on-one. And you're just like, all right, well, you want to go one-on-one with our six, nine dude. You're not that big. Let's see how you do. And it didn't go well for him. Um, this defense is going to be really interesting to see this year. I, yeah. I'm very, very intrigued. And I think the NBA is going to have some, some issues at times. So not all teams, right? Not all teams are built the same. But some teams are going to find it very tricky to score on the Raptors. Oh, 100%. Um, anything else on Delano? Or is that is that kind of it? The only other thing I was going to mention is that, as you mentioned, with that, that full scheme ahead, he is playing much, much faster. Sometimes with that, uh, he's making some uh, some interesting decisions. There was a, a case in the fourth quarter where he was going full steam ahead, right? And he threw a laser beam right to a 76er. <laughs> and that's okay, right? It's part of the process. But I appreciate him taking uh, the guidance of an Earl Watson, who's such a, a great acquisition for the Raptors. He's I love them bringing in more and more guys um, who are recently retired or not that far away from removed from the game. Um, I saw Wesley Johnson on the bench during summer league. That was kind of cool. I was like, Oh, Wesley Johnson. I don't didn't know you were, you were doing this. That's interesting. But uh, yeah, more guys like that are going to help the Raptors and uh, all these guys transition and just kind of make these incremental steps in their games a little bit faster. Uh, yeah. Anything else on Delano or is that kind of, kind of, yeah, that's more or less. Let's switch to Utah. Another guy who had a really great game. Um, he has spoken in preseason um, or early, early on uh, during the media day that uh, he wanted to be more aggressive, that he needed to make his presence felt on the offensive end. And he did that. He had 10 points. He was third and plus minus with 17. Scotty obviously being uh, the top part of that with 19. Um, yeah. Your thoughts on Utah and what he did last night. I just think Utah needs to like have a, a guaranteed deal as of, like yesterday. Like that guy yeah. is 100% needs to make the roster. Um, I have never seen a player play that hard in a preseason game ever in my life. Utah was everywhere. Like Utah was going crazy. Uh, there was a play in the first quarter, I think with 210 left in the quarter or so, where uh, Delano got beat off the dribble at the, at the wing and Utah just like flies out of nowhere and just snuffs out the drive. And then yeah. that ended up going for a band layup the other way. I think that was his first bucket um, from that play. And then late in the third or fourth quarter, uh, Utah, same thing, completely snuffed out a transition player, just hustling back, coming out of nowhere, stealing the ball, fighting for the ball on the floor. Like doing this a preseason is insane, like for a risky injury. But we saw a lot of good out of Utah, not just defensively, but offensively. Like he was willing to shoot that three ball right away. There's no hesitancy with him there. And he's hitting them. It looks clean. Um, I think we all saw even like last year. And I think going back, many teams have said this, like Utah can definitely shoot the ball. It's just, will he shoot the ball? Yeah. Um, so if like he's fully bought into that role and like he, that hesitancy has gone, he's just such a skilled player and such a good defender. I, I can, I have no problem with him being like one of the main dudes off the bench. I'm actually very excited for the bench lineup. That's going to be Me at some too. point, some combination of Utah, Scotty, yeah. Malachi, 
maybe Delano gets thrown in there potentially depending on what like what your injury status is and whatnot. But Utah just and he's such a good cutter. Like there were multiple times where Delano and Scotty were bringing the ball up, whatever, forcing the double, and I think even Fred driving in and Utah's just cutting into the open lane. Constantly. Yeah, there's a exactly there was a play early on in the first quarter too, just like that. That uh, exactly that's what it was. He just he had an open three and Fred uh, didn't find it, but then Fred was in the paint doing his spinning thing, and then there's Utah ready for so give me the pass, I'll get the layup, I'll help you out, no worries. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's like adding 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 a player like that to like your core roster who's like can play on the fly plays unselfishly and just does everything like he's a clearly a very smart player on the floor i'm i'm very high on utah Watanabe. I, I can't wait for him to be on the team i just need them to guarantee him like right away it almost kind of happened last night because nick said he's certainly in the rotation right now um that's not like <laughs> is he going to make the team or not he's saying no he's going to get minutes night in night out um there isn't much to say really about utah he's doing everything that he did last season on the defensive end but now he's adding a little bit more confidence on the offensive side of things there was a three late in that uh, i think it was in the fourth quarter that he took a pass from malachi he made a, a few quick shuffles right and he was ready to shoot it was a bit deeper than the actual three-point line maybe like 27 feet or something like that but he hit it Right. And uh, another play that stuck out to me was early in the second quarter, he gets a rebound. He is going down the court. He drives. He takes a bump. He finds V for a three. Um, he's- Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're great things to see from him. And he kind of reminds me of Lamar Odom a little bit in the way, in his, like his body structure and the way he dribbles. Um, also his jumper actually is a little bit like Lamar Odom's too. Um, any comparison to the player that Lamar Odom was? is a very uh, good I, thing. I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think I'd go that far just because uh, they're both lefties, which is true. Uh, I do think Lamar is uh, Lamar was very much an ISO like star. He was a yeah. star. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, like, I know uh, William Liu, shout out to him, made um, a slight comparison to this last year, but similar to what Pascal was on those bench units a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. it's similar to what Utah brings. It's just a lot of energy, a lot of defense, a lot of switchability, and a lot of length. Utah, obviously a better shooter, but his ability to get on the board and kind of switch everything. And he has the same type of length that Pascal does. That's kind of actually what I see his role being. He's like a bench Pascal more or less. Um, and it's actually very interesting. Like what Utah is able to do is just so much energy. I'm, I'm very excited for him and that bench unit. Cause I think it's just going to be, and we saw a lot of it. Like if people want to know what our bench unit is going to look like, regardless of who makes up the unit, the core, uh, the core strategy is going to be like, we're going to play defense. We're going to get a stop. And then we're running. And it's just going to be a lot of stop and run. So if you want to know how this could be, like the high end would be 2018 with that bench mob. 
that's kind mm-hmm. of, I think, what we're going to see this year. And I'm really excited to see that. That second quarter is where the Raptors kind of open things up. And that bench unit that we're talking about, they won it 39-29. It was mostly them who kind of stretched that lead out. And a lot of it started with Utah because he got on the court and he was pedaled to the metal and he kind of got the energy up. And uh, from then on, they just kept on rolling. So a uh, great game from him. I mean, he's not <laughs> guaranteed to make the roster, but he's making the roster. You, you, all you had to see was what he did last night and also Nick saying that he's in the rotation. Like, he's going to make it. So let's move on to Precious now, who, uh, again, had a very interesting game. He showed us some things that uh, we weren't really sure that he had exactly. He showed an ability to dribble down the court a little bit. Um, he showed us that he can actually hit a step back three, which I was like, well, we didn't even shoot one last year. And now he's hitting a step back three. He did airball a shot from the free throw line. So <laughs> this is still a process, but he also made a bank shot uh, dribbling down the court. I mean, that's a bit of a transition shot. Those are a little bit tougher than just your standstill. So Precious, uh, again, what are your what are your feelings on what he did? Uh, I think like Precious offensively, like, him hitting shots is just like a complete plus. I'm not going to count yeah. on that for the season. Like we'll see how mm-hmm. it goes. It's definitely a growth area, but to see that like there's at least something there that he can grow into and maybe not this year, but next year, or the year before he can build that shot up, especially straight away. It seemed like he could, he can really line up the shot straight at least. So that was really cool. I think the most interesting thing was being able to see the Raptors just inbound to him. Like they were the Raptors many times was like, Philadelphia was pressing up on the guard, so they would just inbound to Precious at like near half court, and Precious would dribble the ball up. Like he seemed very comfortable taking three, four, five dribbles. One play, yeah. I think, standout play was him going coast to coast and then finishing on Drummond. Right, so uh, Precious, his ball handling, I think, is probably the most usable skill compared to you know last season. You know, it all leaves scars. What our bigs are doing, so it's. It's going to be the fact that he can kind of juice the offense. Like you, when you throw it to the big to break the press, like the fact that he can kind of keep that speed going and that pace with his dribble is yeah. it stands out. Also defensively, I don't know how good Precious is, but uh, even though he did get lost a few times, he his athleticism lets him recover like incredible. I think <laughs> there was one play in the first quarter or so, I think seven to six minute mark where he yeah. was in the he was the back end of the zone. I think he kind of got lost for a second, and then he makes this recovery to get this big block on Drummond, or I forget who the player was at the bottom. But it's just like wow, like that was just a show of athleticism that I don't think we've had at the big man spot for a while. Um, he's not the same as say like a like a Bismack or something like that. But in terms of like the energy that he brings and like the athleticism component, I think we've been missing that for a while. And I do like that we got to see that with Precious. That play was very interesting to me too because. <clears throat> He made the block and then he led the break and he was dribbling down the court and he found Drogic for an open shot. He missed it. But how many times have we seen a Raptor big do something like that where they block it and now they're heading down there and he actually made a decent pass and he found Drogic again. He missed it, but that's interesting things to see. I, I'm, I feel bad for him a little bit because he had to guard Andre Drummond and like Andre Drummond is like 280 pounds and Achua is clearly not. And even like the Raptors, like Ken Birch is like 230. Um, so we've got a little bit of a dose of how some of this stuff is going to go. Like Fred was very aggressive in, 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 uh, in doubling Drummond at multiple times and it had mixed results, but uh, Drummond had a great game. Um, I'm curious how the Raptors are going to handle some of these matchups going forward. It's going to help having your starters, right? OG on there, Pascal yeah. on there. That's a, a big difference maker, but that's going to be something where if you're looking at a weakness of the Raptors defense, it's probably yeah. going to be that. But that, again, that's by design because that's the yeah. way they want to play. 
Yeah. And historically, like the way that we've guarded like the Joel and beats and the big man of the world is you have like your guards digging down, you have lots yeah. of help coming from lots of different directions. And I think that's why like this roster is really going to perform a little bit better. Cause even though you're man to man on a big, on a big, isn't going to be mm-hmm. the same. The fact that you have that much length in all the passing lanes is going to skew up all of those. So like when big man has to pass out of the double, you now have to account for three, six, nine dudes, just like throwing yeah. their limbs into those passing lanes and obscuring their vision. So that's going to be, I think the overall size. And I think you mentioned this in your preview pods with um, Yasmin and Iman as well was the Raptors may not have gotten like bigger in terms of like the tallest guy on the team isn't any taller than last year, but across the board, I think their average height is a lot taller. They can put like four dudes out there that have a lot of length and a lot of height and a lot of mobility. So it's just, it's just, it's just a lot to see. I've got to, it's just exciting (laughs) to see that type of athleticism (laughs) out there. Yeah, man. It's really, really cool. Um, shout out Fred Van Vliet because he's usually that guy who is digging and uh, on a duel and beat and getting those blocks, even though they should be steals. I hope those are all steals this year. He made a floater in the first quarter, and I swear to God, they could have just ended the game right there and everyone would have went home happy. Right. And it was a tough loader too. So it seems like that is part of his arsenal this year. And that alone is reason for us to be very excited about what's to come for him. Let's switch to OG and Anobi. Um, very, very quick on him because he, I mean, he 21 points, seven to 12 shooting three threes. Um, the composure was awesome. His, his jumper looked really good. There was a lot of arc on it. He was following through really nicely. He had a pull up three. He ran some pick and roll with Fred and he had this like hop step that he hit um, for a layup. That was very intriguing. It's all kind of coming together for him in, a, in small ways. You know, we're seeing that those things that he's working on in the off season, he's trying it. He's getting opportunity to mess up a little bit. He is messing up and that's okay. But there is something being built here with him. And I'm excited to see how those first 20 games go with Pascal out. And also now also Chris Boucher, OG and Adobe is going to get all the shots he wants. Yeah. What's wild is watching the game. Like you didn't even notice that OG scored 21 points. And then it's like, I oh, he's got 21 points on seven <laughs> or 12 shooting. He was like crazy efficient. I'm like, really? Cause like you just, it just didn't even notice it. Um, the yeah. one thing I would like, it was clear that he just wanted to like lab out his, um, his mid range stuff. Cause there were times where like, there was, I think three possessions in a row where the defender was like pressed <laughs> up on him, giving him the drive. And OG's like, no, no, no. I want to, I want to try this mid range shot out. Let me, exactly. it's like, you're just forcing it. But, um, I think in, once we get to the regular season, he's going to make the right play and keep moving. But it's just encouraging to see he's seen a little bit more mobile, a little bit more um, determined in the things that he wanted to do. I think the biggest thing to see when the season does come around is while Pascal's out is how quick his decision making is now being like that, the initiator on offense, right? When he gets the mm-hmm. ball in the post, how quick is he making that decision to go? Um, I think we saw a little bit of hesitancy in the preseason just trying to figure out what it is, but that's going to be the biggest thing to kind of look out for with OG is how quick can he catch the ball and just go. That happened in the first quarter too. There was a case I recall where he was dribbling down the court. Fred's uh, along the baseline, waiting for the waiting for the pass. He's like right here, and OG took one, two dribbles too much. And then when he made the pass, a hand got in there. All of a sudden, it's no dice. And Fred's just like, like I was here. <laughs> like, just just pass it. I'm a pretty good three point shooter. Yeah. Chances are I'm going to make it. Just hand it over here. But maybe OG's just like trying stuff out. As we're yeah. talking about, he clearly is uh, favoring the jumper at the moment. And he's not really playing the defense that we're used to. He's playing defense. Ooh, yeah. He's playing defense, but not as aggressively as we know he is because he doesn't really have a lot of flaws yeah. when it comes to defense. So that'll at the come. end of the day, at the end of the day in the preseason, it's like you could tell Fred and OG were going at maybe like 50% speed yesterday. Yeah, they were just kind of trying were. to get through the game. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's okay. They can do that. Other guys, not so much. Let's move <laughs> on to another guy that, uh, yeah, it's been kind of actually pretty impressive um, in that first game. So Svi Mihailuk, he was uh, great. Um, he showed me for sure some things that I didn't know he had in his arsenal. And one of those biggest things is that he is quicker than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I, the first time I saw Svi was when he was playing around the Lakers, like summer league team, like his rookie or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, look at this guy. There's like this, like, you know, this like bootleg Clay Thompson type dude. Uh, yeah. But I was I was surprised, and I like I went to the game with my sister, and she was surprised. She's like, "Who's this guy making these passes?" Svi made like two or three passes at the top of the key at the, running the pick and roll, which I did mm-hmm. not know he had in his game. I personally, honestly, thought he was just a scorer, a shooter. Um, even at that, like, kind of mixed bag with his shooting. He's had good seasons, bad seasons, yeah. but he showed a lot of like just on ball skill. And and Nick was talking about Nick mentioned that he was like he said I wanted to see Scotty Delano and see what Svi could do running running the point running the offense and i was surprised um that that was something they looked at with Svi. um nick even mentioned that he's always thought he was really good um and honestly i i came out surprised i didn't think he was going to be much more than just kind of a spot shooter but it seems like he's got a lot of other um secondary skills that are really helpful in a team environment it could he potentially become like a bogdan bogdanovich type or joe ingles type where you know you have him kind of just like yeah he's a spot shooter but he's also making these quick reads, quick passes, and just using his size. He doesn't have a whole lot of like wingspan length. Like he's probably got the worst wingspan of the six six nine crew. Yeah. But uh, he didn't seem like too much of a defensive liability against preseason, so you don't know. But with him, it's just going to come down to is like, all right, is he okay enough on defense that you can get the offensive stuff out of him? But he didn't seem to be at no point did it seem like he was on the ball for too long either, which is always great. Like that lineup with Svi. Delano Scotty out there there the ball was zipping around which mm-hmm. is which is really all you want to see so I was I was I was shocked I didn't think he was going to get any minutes but he might end up being a guy who gets a fair bit of minutes with the bench yeah no question um it was interesting seeing him him and also Dragic uh they were both guys who were kind of curling off a lot of screens and uh, both of them are very good on their edges and that's a I mean it's a great way just to kind of get the offense uh, offense moving and if is indeed this great passer and he's has got those like pretty long strides he can get to the rim like that um there was a play he took a pass from Delano actually I think it was one of the first plays that uh, Delano made he's dribbled on the court he found an, he made a really nice pass to Savi and then he just went in for a, a nice layup and he showed um a bit of yeah the strides like I'm talking about they were longer and faster than I thought he could really do and uh, he was hanging in the air for just a second which <laughs> maybe you didn't see it I saw it I'm like okay so he's He's hanging up there. He's doing it. That's that's pretty. Um, so that's very good. And the passing that you mentioned, there was a possession where he, he did back-to-back no-look passes in the third quarter. I was like, okay, so this is this is who you are. Okay, you're a yeah. no-look passer. And uh, it's fun that uh, they're going to have a player like him who can probably impact the game in a really fast manner. You know, like yeah. they wanted Matt Thomas to kind of be that guy. And Matt didn't have like the downhill speed, I don't think, when when – you know, teams were able to see that, okay, so this guy's a three-point shooter and we just have to get up on him. And then he wasn't, didn't have any counters, right? And Svi yeah. seems like he might be the guy who has a little bit of that. At the minimum, Svi, just because he's bigger, he can just, he can at worst case, just shoot over his defender if he needs to. Matt was never yeah. able to do that. Matt constantly needed to create shot room. And most of the time that room would be gone before he'd be able to get the shot up. So um, that is what it is. That's the path. The one thing I want to just say in like summation on the bench, the, the best thing I saw out of preseason was that there was clearly... Like looking at the team, I was like, man, if they trade Drogic, like you kind of have like a hole in that second second lineup. But it's very clear that you know what, Drogic very much is a stopgap because like 
if Delano becomes a player he can be, if he can become something, if Utah continues to grow, like the the future really on that bench is like we're gonna have three six nine guys who are running point and running around yeah. beside Malachi because there was so much playmaking and size amongst those guys. They got to a point where I'm like, I would rather see this than see you know a dual point guard lineup on the bench. So I agree. It's it it was it was just exciting. I think it's an exciting time to be a Raptor fan, especially going forward. We got this three year period where you've got your core locked in of your of your older guys who you can kind of count on and are known commodities. And then you got all these young, long, athletic dudes who are just doing amazing things on the court. And like, you know, mm-hmm. some days it's gonna be really bad. Shooting with that benching is probably gonna be tough. I'm sure that when other teams zone us back after we zone them so much, we're going to have some ugly possessions, but there's going to be a lot of transition this season, uh, especially transition offense. And it's going to lead to a lot of fun. And I think Scotiabank arena is going to be rocking. Like I will, I will tell you, there was one moment where Scotty hit a no look pass to the baseline. And I think all of Scotiabank arena just exploded because it was, <laughs> I, I was out of my seat. Like I almost fell over the ledge. It was pretty crazy. So it's going to be a fun time. I know the fans are ready to watch. Indeed we are. So that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. We will be back in a couple of days to, yeah, probably do some uh, expectations for the season, maybe some predictions. Be back with a few other people. So Asad, thank you for joining me and we'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.